today on This Christian Life. Christmas, it's gone so into the secular in our culture. Now, we can be very upset about that, or we can use that to our advantage as followers of Christ. And it's a great time to share the gospel message, the hope, the love of Christ with people that might not typically be willing to receive it at another time of the year. That's Dave Pillow, our storyteller for today. You may recognize Dave from a previous story we told this year. Dave suffered a severe brain infection that almost killed him, but God brought him through it and Dave grew closer to the Lord than he'd ever been before. But now he was on fire for God, not quite sure what to do next. What he needed was a Christmas miracle. neighborhood is in a small town called Opelika in uh, the deep south in Alabama. It's a pretty small town. It's a it's a southern town in what would be considered the Bible Belt. You may think your town loves Christmas, but there are very few towns like Opelika, Alabama. The quaint little railroad town goes all out. Every neighborhood participates, each with a different Christmas theme. There's a Victorian Christmas where they have the historic side of the town and they kind of mannequin figures that are dressed up. We actually have like a 1950s train. It's a track and it runs through the whole park. There's only one thing missing to make a great Christmas story, snow. But as you may know, snow isn't very likely in Alabama. But don't worry, the folks in Opelika have you covered. And actually we have the snow machines downtown. It's really a pretty amazing town, but it's a broken place like everywhere else. Now you'd think with all the Christmas displays pointing to Jesus, they'd be filled with our Savior's hope. But like the rest of our country, most of the town's celebrations forgot the Christ in Christmas. In fact, there was only one. Yeah, so we've had a neighborhood nativity that's a live nativity with camels, and it's a preliminary event that uh, it's the pathway to the Christ child. And it's been actually going for 50 years in the neighborhood, and it's one of the only religious thing that points back to Christ. So there are other churches and other things in the town that point to Jesus, but as far as the events of the town, this was the, the only one was what the neighborhoods has done for 50 years. So there's the setup for our little story, a town that loves Christmas, but for the most part, has forgotten what Christmas is really all about. And that's when an idea came to Dave from an unlikely source that would change Dave's life and many others forever. It came from his neighbor, a man who didn't even go to church, who mainly just wanted to beat the other neighborhoods at having the best Christmas decorations. So the other neighborhood, what they did was they had Santa Clauses and signs. He said, you know, they've got that whole Santa Claus theme going. We ought to have the religious theme going with the signs. And I was trying to kind of follow him what he was saying. I was like, so paintings? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, so you want a digital rendering of the New Testament story about the birth of Christ? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got the signs where, you know, you go through and you drive through the neighborhood and you've got all these paintings and it would be of like the North Pole. We'd have the whole Jesus theme. You know, how can we do that? I mean, how can we pull that off? Like, how's that going to work? I was like, wow, a visual rendering of the nativity scene, a visual rendering of, of Luke 2 and Matthew 2. Like, wow. And, and the whole time, the, 
the guy was saying, yeah, but who could do that? Who could do that? And it was like the Lord just pointing his finger at me because I had a background in that. And it was beautiful because I had just gotten out of the hospital. I was incredibly confused. He was saying one thing completely different, and the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, you, you, you get to do this. I had a friend that worked, uh, we worked together in ministry, and he is as a past in Disney. And the funny thing was, I thought, okay, Lord, I'll, I'll do what you tell me to do. I'll call him up. He'll say no, and then we'll be done. Because <laughs> he didn't really take side projects. And he said, yeah, it sounds like a great plan. I actually looked down at my phone to make sure I called the right number when he said yes. But the great thing about God is it's about his goodness, not about that we are mountains of faith. It's he's, he's the one of grace. But this was all done to show up the other neighborhoods, beat them at Christmas decorating. Could the true meaning of Christmas really be presented through Christmas decorations? Early on, it was probably a little bit more cultural Christianity. And so what we tried to do was be a little bit more subversive with the Bible in it and be a little bit more intentional is, is, is the word I'm looking for. And what that meant is, is we tried to have more printed signs of scripture throughout it. And so we started doing that. So what we created was 17 slides. The first sign said, go to videobible.com forward slash play. And so they could pick out their mobile device, their app, whatever they had, and they could play it and they could look at the art and actually drive through and just see the story unfold. And it was a way for people to hear the Bible, to enjoy the art, that's what the original intent was, and that's the intent of the video Bible now is, is to get the scripture in, in more hands of more people. It's not to replace the written word, it's just to put it in a format where people are consuming media in every other format. And so the great thing about the original nativity was you could ride through, you could look at the art, it told you the story of the sovereign Lord, and you could do it with your phone, it was a Christmas event, and so it allowed families times to share. And then we wanted to end on two slides that really pointed to the life of Christ. And so we ended with, you know, come to me all that are weary and broken, and I will give you peace. Um, take up my yoke upon you, for it is light. Learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. Uh, what a great awesome verse that talks about the essence of the character of Jesus, and then we ended with John three sixteen through 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. God had given Dave a mission, and now, after a lot of hard work, it was time to present it to his neighborhood. It turns out that the neighborhood really wasn't interested in it. Wait, seriously, after all that hard work? They had a highly historic motif and the way they went about doing things. Because, you know, I understand that there's a historic significance there for them. They've done it for 50 years. So that totally made sense. And I'm actually still involved in that. There's been no hard feelings. And they were actually were super supportive and helped getting it in a new location. So we look at it as, is the gospel going forth in two different locations. Now there were two Christmas displays pointing to Jesus. But if Dave couldn't do the display in his neighborhood, where could he do it? 
what I did was I went to the mayor of the town, who's a really godly believer, and I said, hey, what do you think about doing this on city property? And he said, well, that'd be great because I just said, hey, you've got all these other themes going and this would be the original theme behind Christmas. It fits the rest of what the town is doing. And he thought it would be a great idea. And so we put it on city property, basically essentially like the city pool, but it was it was a parking lot. The city was very gracious with that, but I would say there was no ambiance. What we really wanted to do was just, you know, people would go work out at the gym and then they would leave and then they would see this. And, and so it, it seemed like a good idea at the time. And that's exactly what caused the phone calls at City Hall because people would go and they would work out and they would, they would have to go through it to get out. That's the way we designed it. We were very, very clever in our uh, apologetics of that. And so people would be uh, very encouraged. That was one emotion that came out of it. The other emotion that came out of it was that people that were very angry. They would call City Hall and they would say, you know, I didn't come to work out to have to look at Jesus. They really complained to City Hall and, and made a very large stink. And it was one of those moments where you come to this realization where you're like, wow, there's so much negative in the world. And I just prayed about it. And it was like, don't, don't fight. Just be willing to bend and be willing to flex. And that's so often not our nature. We want to uh, move immediately to righteous indignation. And many times that is our flesh. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with God. We're just, we're just angry. And frankly, I was angry. I thought we had a really good thing going. And this is just shows you how the spirit moves and you have to trust the spirit. And so the mayor said, I tell you what, let me make a few calls and do some things. And so the mayor called his friend, um, a gentleman by the name of Ab Connor, very gracious friend, and said, hey, I've got this art. And his wife went and looked at it and she was like, oh, wow, it's beautiful. And he said, well, what do you think about putting it on your golf course? A golf course on a resort? Now that definitely sounds like an upgrade to a parking lot by a gym and a swimming pool. This resort had restaurants and beautiful scenery. It could definitely become a destination spot for the whole town to come and see the nativity. But when Dave got there, there was a problem. So there was an erosion problem and they put all this hay out. There's this hay just everywhere. Yet, yet again, something that seems bad, that goodness comes from it. Now you may be asking yourself, what goodness could come from it? Erosion means mud. And covering mud with hay? Well, that doesn't exactly create a picturesque Christmas travel destination, does it? Oh dear, what could happen next? Well, actually, deer was exactly what happened next. Deer came from the forest. It turned out they loved the hay. And the more hay they put out, the more deer came to the nativity. The Lord has a great sense of humor because the deer are one of the big draws to go see it because people will put on Facebook, hey, we went to see this Jesus nativity from the video Bible, and there were all these deer everywhere. The Lord has a draw with the animals and the beauty of his creation. And so when the Bible says, even the rocks cry out my name, well, evidently even the deer do too. And people go out there to see the deer 
because yet again, it's like, oh, that'd be kind of neat for the family. And you know, we don't really go to church, but that sounds real pretty. And it's the beautiful things of this world, which are the things that God created. And they're getting the Bible. They're getting the gospel. They're getting the hope of Jesus Christ. God worked it all out. He gave Dave something better than what he had planned for. Imagine if Dave had given up when the neighborhood first said they didn't want the display. Imagine if he would have fought back when people first got upset about having to learn about Jesus in a parking lot. Imagine how different it would have been. Oftentimes I want to be like the oak tree and be firmly planted, and I think that's good. Uh, We certainly should be that way about the inerrancy of Scripture and and certain things we believe about the Bible. Um, With the helper, i.e. the Holy Spirit, it's good to be more like the pine tree and be willing to bend and flex and sway because the Lord does know more than we do, and He has our best interest at heart. And it was a major upgrade. How many times in life are we we so mad because He took away our little sandbox? And He's like, hey, I'm wanting to take you to the beach. You know, I've got the Gulf of Mexico planned for you. And we're like, no, I'm just mad because, you know, I want to sit in this, you know, five by five sandbox. It was definitely one of those uh, experiences where it was, he had something much greater planned, but if we would have been combative and we've been, how about unrighteous indignation, if we would have gone that path about, you know, we're going to fight, we're going to do separation of church and state. And, And not that those things aren't super important, but that wasn't what he called us to do. You know, he called us to be still and know that I'm God. And he did. He, he made it happen, and, and we did absolutely nothing but remain silent and let him fight our battles. God fighting our battles. And who better to be on our side? As Romans 8.31 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? God always has a plan. And actually, he will accomplish what he wants to, whether we play along or not. But isn't it wonderful that he wants us to be on his team? He wants us to help him accomplish something amazing. We actually had somebody the first night, they said their daughter accepted Christ. And so it's a good reminder that the Word of God should not be minimized because it is powerful, it is a double-edged sword. It really, it's just amazing. And how someone can do something as small as driving through and hearing the spoken Word of God, and it can promote a conversation uh, to lead them to repentance and accepting the Lord as their Savior. It was um, a culmination when that happened of the Lord saying, this is a good and noble thing, and just to continue along the path. And that path continued on. More and more people came to see the video Bible display, and more and more people continue to see it today at videobible.com. And (laughs) the funny thing was, we did it. Um, two years ago, and then last year, the Marriott actually called and they were like, hey, we're having the uh, nativity up this year, right? Because our residents are really excited about that, and we just want to make sure that you're doing that still again this year. (laughs) It just kind of makes me laugh because go from one extreme or the other. And now the beauty of it is, is that this is what you want from the gospel is like Paul talked to Timothy and then Timothy took the mantle and went elsewhere. The beauty of it is, is now we don't even do it the golf course puts up the signs and they do all the work. And we are just really trying our best to focus and move ahead with the video Bible 
And so it's that's the body of Christ. That's what you want is where you're not territorial and you're trying to keep control over things. It's the whole body of Christ working together for the same goal. And that's just the glorification of his name and uh, the saving of all souls. And because Christmas, it's gone so into the secular in our culture. Now, we can be very upset about that or we can use that to our advantage as followers of Christ. And it's a great time to share the gospel messages, the hope, the love of Christ with people that might not typically be willing to receive it at another time of the year. So put up those decorations, sing those carols, invite people over for cookie decorating parties and show them the love of Christ while you do. Because if God can use Christmas decorations to share the gospel, who knows how he can use you. You never know how God will work. Yeah, you just never know what the Lord's up to. You just gotta know he's good and trust that. And when the accuser comes in and says otherwise, as he does, he lies. We just need to say, Lord help my unbelief. And I know you're good and help me to believe that today and just trust that and just wait on the miracle. That's that's what we're doing. The Lord is good. We just have to wait on the miracle. You never know what decoration or small act of kindness will cause someone to see the love of Jesus in you. Just know that you have the best Christmas gift to share with people, the gift of salvation through Jesus, the ultimate Christmas miracle, the ultimate miracle of this Christian life. Christian Life is a production of Family Stations Incorporated and is not affiliated with Christian Life Magazine or Plus Communications Incorporated. Family Radio.